This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, let's take a minute and give our wardrobe an honest assessment. When was the last time you purged? Chances are you've got more than you need and are only a few items away from a proper refresh. So it's time to take a moment and self-examine our style because it's summertime and you want to look your best, don't you? Lucky for you, we have the pleasure of chatting with Mary Lou Andre, who owns a business called Beyond Dressing Well. Hang out with us while she dishes on some simple tips to rejuvenate that closet of yours. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Royal Pizza. Fresh ingredients, low prices, delicious meals, Royal Pizza. Egg by Mario's Lawn Care. Some people enjoy yard work. For everybody else, there's Mario's Lawn Care. Small Town Scuttlebot. My name's Rick Fink Jr., and that's Liz Tell It Like It Is Daily, and we're hanging out in the northeast corner of my basement, per usual, where the podcast that reacts to the overreactions of small town problems, and also, just as an added bonus, we like to uh, give you some insights and um, snazzy interviews with (laughs) cool people, and today we're going to do that too, Uh, but um, if I sound like I'm a little off, it's because... I got a text the other day saying that our guests will be here at 10, so I just made the assumption that we start at 10, and you know what happens when you make an assumption. Don't assume. So uh, I woke up at around uh, 8.50 by force. I know that sounds lazy, and a lot of you are working people, and you're like, fuck you, Rick, you 8.50, bitching about waking up early at 8.50. Yeah, well, um, I got a text from Liz saying I'll be there at 9.15, so up I got, and into the shower, and... I know, and I should have clarified, because usually we do start, like, around 9 or 9.15, so I made the assumption mm-hmm. that, like, okay, that's our start time, so Rick will just know. <laughs> I so. thought, or, <laughs> in other words, Liz made the assumption that as an adult, I'd wake up <laughs> a reasonable time, like a, like, a, like a husband and father should. What a loser. I feel like a loser right now, because I got outed. <laughs> But, uh, well, Rosie was like, I think Dad's still sleeping. Yeah, thanks for throwing me under the bus. And uh, of all the people that tell me, it's her. She's the reason why I'm like I am. And today, as we record this on Friday, June 16, our kids are on their first official full day of summer vacation, mm-hmm. which um, I still have that brain um, uh, programmed to get the endorphin rush when I hear summer vacation like oh yeah because all through our childhood summer vacation you count down the days you get excited you love being in it because we were children so it was exciting for us as children (laughs) as parents it's awful (laughs) it is it is and I feel like there's a little bit of that in me and I just have to remind myself no man now you have to entertain them all day long yeah not just them their friends and some of their friends' friends and who's that kid? I don't even know you. It's going to get crazy. But yesterday, my son didn't even go to his last day of school because he had what felt like spikes in his throat. That's a quote. Ooh. Spikes in his Yikes. throat. He had one of those horse like coughs. Like, mm. like I was trying to get him to go. I said, Leslie, he looks fine. It's the last day of school. You can't miss the last day of school. Charlie, you got to buck up, pal. And he's like, it feels like spikes in my throat. I'm like, dude, you know... The rule is you have to stay back if you don't go to your last day of school. <laughs> and then you just coughed. Oh, and like, ah, yeah, you can't send them. Not in damn the post-COVID it. era, you yeah. can't. Well, even, yeah, just if your kid is sick, you just have to. All right, so you can stay home. So he stayed home, kind of sick. And then last night, I look over my shoulder, make sure my daughter's not around. She hates <laughs> it when I talk about her oh. and stuff. She's 11 now, so she's... Mm-hmm. Uh, every year on the last day of school at night before bed, she bawls her eyes out because she misses her teachers and she misses all the aides and she misses the principal in this case because she's moving into a school. She misses everybody and we had to go through, no, I'm sorry, we got to go through (laughs) (laughs) her yearbook and look at every picture and and hear a story about them. Like, like, is this the most adorable thing? Like, this kid... Is one of the kindest 
Yeah. Biggest hearts I've ever known. And I can't believe I had something to do with producing that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. She had such a great experience that she's so sad to leave it. You know, she has all these great memories and Mm -hmm. all that. And I think, you know, Avery is struggling with leaving elementary school as well. Mm -hmm. It's a big deal, like going to middle school. It's a bigger school, older kids. You know, I yeah. think that there is, it's a, it's a big, it's a big jump. They have lockers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. We leveled up. There's lockers. Uh, well, after that, she proceeded to uh, vomit <gasps> at least 50 times no. from 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. Just, oh. and uh, it's something that I prefer to do in private. Mm. Whenever I get an upset stomach, I like yeah, to. Yeah, when your tum tum hurts. Like to, yeah, I like to go into the bathroom and shut the door and, and be alone for yeah. this process. But not her. She needs you to watch. She needs you to be there. She needs you to. Are you like holding her hand or her hair or uh, anything? Doing we, anything? We tied, her, just hair back. tied okay. her hair back. Uh, Leslie finally bowed out. She's like, I'm going to go sleep on the third floor, <laughs> which Aww. is not bad momming. I mean, she was the first responder by demand. Yeah. Mom, yes. Mom. It was never me. And I was like, she's asking for you. I mean, you know, I don't, I'd hate to disappoint her. <laughs> but eventually you have to tag in. Someone's got to get some sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah. Leslie finally tagged out. And yeah. She's like, so I wait, I'm, I'm stirring around in my sleep because, you know, it's just, it's kind of like, uh, you know, in, uh, well, I wouldn't know, but I've heard, like, in military training, like, they just come in with the trash can lids and just bang, 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 oh, yeah. 20 minutes waking you up mm-hmm. so you don't get a good night's sleep. That's what Rosie was doing with her vomiting. Aww. And uh, so I never really got to sleep, but I felt some stirring around in the bed, and I'm like, that's, what? You know, and I look over, it's Rosie. Mm-hmm. And now she's sleeping with her head on my shoulder, and um, just let me know that at any moment I might throw up that. And in your you, bed. You're going to have to come with me. And I have a bucket right here. I'm like, that's Aww. awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> the poor, and it was all just anxiety and just sadness and just, it was just well, an emotional purge, basically. it must be a stomach bug. But I, that's at, a lot first, at first I thought, oh my God, she's cried herself so much that she's, oh. I mean, when I say she's crying so much, it's not like, just emotional. Just yes. weepy. No, you know? I get it. I get it. Maybe when I said bawling earlier, that was, that, that was probably an exaggeration. Mm-hmm. Just. You know, you know, women are just wah, so emotional. Wah, wah. Yeah, come so on. Needy. I'm like, man <laughs> up, Rosie. Man <laughs> up. It's 2023. Stop acting like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> you want equality? Start acting like a man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to make 30 cents more <laughs> than you are supposed to make now? Man up. So last week on the podcast, we had Mike O'Brien on who had this observation around the alarming amount of graduation signs he sees in our town and how he thought it was stupid, blah, blah, blah. And so we talked a little bit about the fifth grade celebration that our kids experienced the other day. So, Rick, as someone who staunchly believes in you only have maximum three graduations in your life, Mm -hmm. assuming if you go to grad school, what was your opinion on the celebration? Oh, yeah. Uh, Celebration in the gym. Well... It technically did not hand out a piece of paper, name by name, alpha order, with a highest achiever getting to make a speech because of that. So technically, not going to call it a graduation. Um, Now, I'll say this. Mr. Grenham, the principal of our kids' middle school, uh, I mean uh, elementary school, is a fantastic person. I Mm -hmm. very much like him. And that skews my opinions. Right, I'm a little biased. I'm like, this is just terrific. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. Look at everybody. I so love happy. our town. Yeah. Oh wow, <laughs> they really knocked this out of the park. Now, I was thinking to myself, what if I hated this guy? I'd be like, wrap it up there, yeah. Grenham. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> this room is filled with perspiration mm-hmm. and carbon oh. dioxide. <laughs> A lot of a lot of people in here. Uh, no, I thought it was uh, I thought it was nicely done. Yeah, nicely done, and uh, it got done under an hour, which is key. Yes, forty five minutes would be ideal, I think, for something like this, like a class period. But uh, they they note they uh, acknowledge some kids for for some unique achievements. Mm-hmm. I love that they uh, did some uh, essays. Yes, some kids got to read some essays, and uh, those were. Interesting to listen to. I was actually impressed with the writing. Like, wow, mm-hmm. this is this is pretty good. Yep. There's self self reflective pieces about their educate uh, about their experience at the schools, and um, a lot of kids use humor very yes. well. 
very well. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, and very uh, descriptive. Like you could yes. picture, you know, how they felt in that moment or the scene that they were describing. I was very impressed. Yes, I could tell that that was a uh, focus area in the writing mm-hmm. assignment with the teacher working with the kids on throwing an adjective here or what kind of jacket was it? Right, you know? like right. You could tell that the kids were kind of nudged in that direction, which is terrific. So, so I'm thinking, okay, this is a good education. These kids mm-hmm. are pretty articulate. They're, they can... Their written communication is pretty solid, yep. at least for these seven kids. I don't know about the other 192. <laughs> maybe they're, maybe there's a reason why they don't get to read. This. Right. <laughs> I thought so, it was, I thought it was very think? sweet. I think? thought it was very sweet. This is your second time you've yes. been, and we've yes. talked about the graduations mm-hmm. from class to class. Like, oh, sixth grade graduation where kids are actually wearing mortarboards yeah. and gowns. That's, that's the stuff that I can't stand. But, but a, uh, a nice farewell assembly. With mm-hmm. parents allowed to be there, I thought was just appropriate. Yeah, I I totally agree. I thought it was really sweet. Although Dan and I were laughing about the um, quality of the sound system. Mm-hmm. So when Mr. Grenham, the principal, he spoke first, obviously, and like this, the sound quality wasn't fabulous. And then he introduced the keynote speaker, if you will, <laughs> Mrs. Kennedy. Mm-hmm sound also not fabulous Mm -hmm. then the next next person to come up to the microphone was the first kid first fifth grader who was going to read her essay girl comes up to the podium grabs the mic rips it out of things she's like hey (laughs) and we were like that's how it's done yes i was (laughs) i was really impressed with her confidence coming up there Mm -hmm. and she's like you're gonna hear me because i couldn't hear anything that just happened yeah um i love the essays um the last kid that read an essay and he was talking about how how his relationship with his mom grew over the years as she helped him with his student council speeches and he never would have been able to do it if it wasn't for his mom and all this appreciation and I'm like oh my god like that's so sweet you know well let's have them give try to give those same speeches when they're 16 right <laughs> my mom is such a drag she's always on my ass ask me about yep. my college applications mm-hmm. I'm freaking 16 she wants, you know. Oh, yeah. Believe me. Curfew's at 11. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I get yeah. that from my, well, he just finished his freshman year in high school. Like, did you did you turn in that project? It's 40 points of your grade. Get off my ass, mom. <laughs> cool. If you fail, you fail, dude. I can't, I can't do the project for you. <laughs> well, I think what he's saying is yes. The answer to that question in a very, very rude way was yes, right? No. I, no, I think no? it's, I haven't done it, and you're calling me out, and I'm embarrassed, and oh, I yeah. don't want to admit it. Okay. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. I guess that's how I, kind of, <laughs> that's how I respond to my wife. <laughs> you know what my wife does? Have we talked about this? She has this uncanny knack of telling me I need to do something as I'm engaging in doing it. Really? Like, like hey, Rick, can you just put that away in the dishwasher? And Does she see you doing it, though? N- yeah, she's like, we're in the kitchen. I'm at the sink and I'm like, you know, putting like stuff in the trash yep. on the counter. And she'll be like, oh, hey, do you mind loading the dishwasher? And I'm pantomiming here, folks at home. Uh, I have a dish in my hand with my hand on the handle of the dishwasher. And she's just trying to score that point of uh, you're, you're doing that because I, I told had to you. remind you, <laughs> you know, and it's like I'm not I, I'll be. Damned if you get mm-hmm. credit for taking initiative in this house. I, everything you do is because I have to tell you to. Now, I feel like you have very much of pride and ownership of your home and your lawn and all mm-hmm. of that. I feel like you're not the kind of husband that needs to be told if something has to be done or fixed. Like you just see it and you fix it or oh, do it. If Leslie <laughs> would laugh her ass off if she's heard that because she's been on me about like you know like the kids in the in the neighborhood they've they've destroyed this house. She even said this this morning. Morning. Oh, this will be the summer of house repairs. And uh. I'm like, why are you singing that to me? That's Does she have a list? Of, like, uh, I am ma- I am making the list. Okay. I'm making the list. See, I like some autonomy in this area. Yep. I want to make corrections uh, based off of my list, not your list. Mm-hmm. And they're going to align, but it's just, it's a mental psyche thing. Yeah. Like a, a husband would rather do something knowing that he's taking the initiative instead of just following orders. Mm-hmm. Like, like a honey-do list can be met with some animosity. Yeah. Sometimes. Yes. I've never given Dan a honey-do list. Yeah. He also just fixes things that need to be yeah. fixed. Yeah. I mean, I, I can do it. I mean, I do it, but things have been kind of, 
the things I, I resist wanting, like there's a drawer that won't open up all the way. You ever have one of those? <laughs> yes. Oh, it's, and it's the tool drawer. It's the kitchen utensil drawer mm-hmm. with like the spatulas yeah. and the wooden spoons. And, stuff, and it only opens up halfway. And for about five months, I've been pulling it open and reaching my oh. arm in there and going, Next week is something you know? stuck in there? To no, not, it's, it's the uh, it? it's the rails. Oh, it's okay. Just, after a while, something's like just, bent or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Also, my garage door for my bay doesn't uh, open manually like with a remote, so I have to Weird. I have to press the wired in button against the wall mm-hmm. inside the garage by the door, and I have to hold it until the garage door is all the way open, which is a good ten count. Yeah. And then to close it. So if I want to leave the house, I have to drive the car out of the garage. We'll have to open it, hold it for right. 10 seconds, let the door open, drive the car out into the parking lot, mm-hmm. walk back into the house, into the garage, hold it for 10 seconds, have it come down, and then go out. How the does that not door. drive you crazy? It does. And I, I've been putting up with this for months. Oh, my God. Is that stuff? Like, can you fix that? Or do you no, have to have someone electric. come in and fix I don't, it? I don't deal with yeah, electric. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't do, deal with electric and plumbing. And my neighbor's like, oh, plumbing's easy. I'm like, eh, I don't know. Mm. It's water. It's, yes. it's water and it's gray water. Oftentimes, I don't want to. Come near it. Yeah, if you need a garage door repair person, we've got one because we had to have ours. Oh, yeah? Because um, it was the same. Like, my garage door wasn't, it would start to go up, yep. and then it would stop. And then I would keep hitting the thing, hitting it, hitting it, because I figure if I hit it a thousand times and harder each time, it'll mm-hmm. work, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll pass that along. It's mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> one thing I don't get about electronics or, um, you know, any kind of devices that we have, technology, it's... It's a, this thing was programmed or wired to do a job. It's working. Great. No one altered anything. No Mm -hmm. one reprogrammed anything. No one dropped it. Why all of a sudden is Is it it malfunctioning? Right then and there, I just, I just kind of raise my hands up and say, I'm defeated. I can't do it. I don't know. (laughs) You pick your battles. Exactly. Exactly. So we have a guest coming on today who is a stylist. Mm Mm-hmm. And before she comes on, I thought, Rick, it might be nice if we shared with the audience maybe how we would describe our personal styles. How about we describe each other's personal styles? Oh, all right. Yeah, I think that's better. Better, better, better. All right. I'm going to go first. (laughs) So I would describe your style as laid back dad, but but with intent like intentional polish. Like you're not you're not wearing like the pajamas to the grocery store. No. But you're casual, you're comfortable. But with the exception of that one time you came to Starbucks in that stupid outfit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still have you it. You look well put together. Yeah, you know? I'm donate that. <laughs> that that was not well but I knew it too. Yeah. I put it on. I said, Leslie, what do you think? She goes, eh. And then I asked you, you're like, it's not great. <laughs> well, you set up this show, mm-hmm. theme, guest, everything, and uh, I am not surprised because <laughs> Style and fashion, I think, is something that you uh, love to to tinker with. Yes. I don't know the word. Yeah. Like you like, <laughs> I embrace you, it. Or you embrace it. it. You very much um, like to uh, present yourself in a very professional or very uh, you self care. Uh, what's the wording? I, I'm I'm a guy talking about style. <laughs> Can you tell? You care about your appearance. appearance. Yes, yes, I do. You have self respect. You have dignity. It's mm-hmm. it's glowing. Well, it's like part of like your personal brand, right? Like mm-hmm. if all of a sudden one day I started leaving the house without makeup and wearing yoga pants everywhere, people might think that I lost my mind because yeah. I generally don't leave the house like that. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you accessorize so well. Like you've got that wooden watch. We got the jewelry and, and ring. And uh, you always have, I, I would love to just see, I know you have like, what, like over 50 pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about it's this. absurd. Yeah. I would love to see that uh, rack of necklaces that you have. <laughs> I'm sure you are tipping, dipping into like maybe 100. I don't think it's that much. I've paired back quite a bit with mm-hmm. my accessories over the okay. past couple of years. Like I've purged a bunch of things, just yeah. like I purged my closet like a couple times a year. Okay. I think it's good to like refine and yep. and stick with like tried and true stuff that works but this watch that you commented on i was in um a team's meeting yesterday on camera as i am for all my meetings all day every day and one of my colleagues sends me a dm she's like is that a wooden watch and i said it is she's like that's so cool and so i love when i get compliments over teams about what i'm wearing but then even even your hair your makeup Mm -hmm. like everything's just i try well put together like but again i'm on and for my job i'm on camera in meetings Mm mm-hmm all day, you know, yeah. since we in this post COVID era, most of us are working from home or doing a hybrid, and it's important to our company that if you're at home and in a meeting, you have your camera on so you're engaged and all of that. So, yep. yep. Um, I mean, if I even if I did, I I 
put makeup on on the weekends and 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 very thoughtful about how I dress. But mm. part of it is that part of it's out of necessity too. Good. Okay. Well, I feel like. Uh, I'm probably going to get more out of this this interview today because uh, a lot of the stuff you might already know. Right? I think I don't know. I, I whenever I, what do you want to get out of this? Well, it's interesting. I don't I, I don't have anything specific, but mm-hmm. one of the things I've really enjoyed about the weekly Facebook live sessions I've attended that Mary Lou runs mm-hmm. is I always walk away with, oh my god, I didn't think about that, or oh yeah, that is a good idea. Like just really simple things um, that you can easily go into your closet and be like, I do have this that would go well with that or a certain accessory type of thing. So it's just easy tips that maybe you wouldn't necessarily think of. Royal Pizza has some great deals on quality meals. Buy any four pizzas and get a fifth pizza of equal or lesser value free. Or buy any three large Royal subs and get $2 off. One large cheese pizza, one order of chicken fingers or wings, and a two liter soda, only $29.99. And if you call now, you'll get $5 off orders of $45 or more. You must mention these coupons when ordering. Offers may not be combined. Visit royalpizza.com for a complete menu. Are you ready to make your lawn the envy of the neighborhood this summer? Well, here's a tip to keep your lawn thriving during the summer heat. Water deeply, but infrequently. That's right, here's a secret to a healthy summer lawn. Instead of frequent shallow watering, give your grass a good soaking once or twice a week. Deep watering encourages deep root growth, making your lawn more resilient to drought. The key is to water early in the morning or late in the evening to reduce evaporation. This lawn care tip is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Okay, so we're getting into a new season, and with mm-hmm. season comes fashion and style. <laughs> yes. That, that was uh, the best open I could do as a straight guy talking about fashion and style. <laughs> like, it's not, we're not known for... Well, don't pretend you don't care about your appearance because you do. Yes, I do. I and do care. I know you said before you came, Mary Lou, he said he was very excited to have you on because he has some questions for you. And I feel like Rick is going to get a lot out of this topic. Yeah, I do. I think that um, men should put a little effort into their look and appearance, too. And a lot of times we just don't take that time mm-hmm. for ourselves. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. we have Mary Lou here to set the record straight on all things style. So... Listeners, Mary Lou and I met over Facebook. I joined her Facebook group, Beyond Dressing Well. She hosts a weekly Facebook Live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern. It's a 30-minute live. I join every week. Sometimes I'm just even making dinner while I'm on there, but I want to be on because I always get like a great tidbit of style tips from Mary Lou. And it's awesome. It's an awesome community of people, too, that share ideas. And I always feel, I always walk away feeling better and more confident in my style after. After I join. So I'm going to give a little bit of background about Mary Lou. She is a nationally recognized stylist, corporate image consultant, speaker, and author. She is founder and president of Organization by Design Inc., Anita, Massachusetts based wardrobe management, fashion, and image consulting firm that helps individuals and organizations understand the power of being appropriately dressed in a variety of situations. She's appeared on CNN, CBS The Early Show, ABC World News Now, and was the personal style expert on both WBZ-TV and Fox 25 morning shows in Boston. Her strategies and business acumen have been featured in the New York Times, the Chicago Tribune, Washington Post, USA Today, as well as Real Simple, In Style, U.S. News & World Report, and Entrepreneur. She is also the author of Ready to Wear, an expert's guide to choosing and using your wardrobe. So she's the real deal, folks. So listen to what she has to say. So welcome, Mary Lou. Thank thank you you for being here. It's so great to meet you too, Rick. Thanks for coming over. Yeah. So you have just an endless amount of, of... style tips and tricks you could share with our audience. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought maybe we could start off with how not to give up on your personal style. And the reason why I thought that might be a good place for us to start mm-hmm. is um, Rick and I did a listener survey recently and learned that most of our audience is is basically people like us, right? <laughs> Middle-aged, moms and dads. And sometimes I think when you get to that place in your life, you're more focused on your kids or, or other mm-hmm. things and you sort of give up on, yeah. you know, who, who you are at, in your personal style and your personal brand. So 
Can you give us some tips about how not to give up on your personal style? Sure. I think that people sometimes get overwhelmed when they don't need to. And I like to just bust those myths right out the gate. Like, you do not need a lot of clothes to be well-dressed. And actually, we were talking before. I've done so much work in corporate. Some of the best-dressed men and women that I've personally coached over the the years, um, have very few clothes. You learn a lot from those leaders. They want to make quick decisions. They want to get out the door. They want to be appropriately dressed. That's the big word, appropriate. Mm -hmm. Working at home, usually I'm in my yoga pants, but showing up for for your job, for your life, for your kids, for yourself. It doesn't have to be this overwhelming science. And what we've done at our firm, which I'm super proud of, is if we make it practical, we make it real. And it usually starts with getting rid of half if not more of what's in that closet, and casting a fresh eye and having uh, a very basic wardrobe that you can go to the closet in the morning and get out the door. And whether you like it or not, one of the first decisions you make when you're leaving your home is what am I going to wear? And when you're met with good choices that make you feel good, we're in the business of confidence and Mm -hmm. energy. Um, That's the name of the game. That's great. And I love I love that it's the confidence and energy piece. Mm -hmm. And one of the first things I learned from you or that you said was shop in your closet. So often I think people open their closet, they're overwhelmed by what they see and they say, I've got nothing to wear. Right, right. Liz, what do you mean by that term, shop in your closet? So rather than saying like, oh, I could really use a new pair of whatever or a new blouse or a new, you know, Mm T-shirt. Open up, like really take an inventory of what you have. And I do this all the time. I'll remember something that I haven't worn in forever. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to pull this out. I'm going to style it with this. So you don't have to spend money to, you know, get your style where you need it to be. Right, Mary Lou? Yeah, I I think also, Rick, what it means too is that we're so, um, as Americans, we're consumers. Mm -hmm. So you get an invitation to your child's last day of parent conference, mm-hmm. whatever we were just talking about end of school yep. and you run to the mall and say, Oh my God, I got You know, this is definitely more of a woman's thing, mm-hmm. uh, but I got to buy something new. And if you just do like a timeout and you really look at what your time is worth and what your energy is worth, um, going into your own closet and saying, I have this perfectly good dress that I can throw on with a jean jacket and a pair of sneakers. Cause I'm going to my child's school or I'm celebrating the end of the year with my girlfriends and I'm going to put that same dress on with a strappy pair of sandals and maybe a beaded shawl that makes me feel great. Um, That's the name of the game. So it's just slowing down the conversation and knowing that some of the best things that you feel your personal best you already have. Mm -hmm. And it's just making the time like anything else. And the other thing is over the years with our clients, um, you know, headed into the new season um, with my personal clients, I'm not asking them about their, the conference that they go to every single May on May 1st when they're leaving on May 2nd. Mm -hmm. I'm baking that into the conversation in January. Like, what's going on? Do you have a speaking engagement? Um, Who's at this conference? Does it matter to you? Mm -hmm. If it does, that's one conversation. But I'm going on a 50th birthday party with my whole family to Italy. Oh, let's focus where's the joy where's mm-hmm. where's the work where what do we have to start on and i can't tell you the amount of times when people say i have a closet full of clothes and nothing to wear mm-hmm. when you go over there and you get rid of literally half mm-hmm. and then you look at what's left and unless they've had a major weight loss or gain which which does happen um most of the time they have everything they need and we might have to pick up about five items and five items that is focused a a pair of walking shoes for italy um the really amazing blazer to wear to your 50th birthday whatever that's less overwhelming than everything starting Mm -hmm. over so when you walk into a client's bedroom and open their closet what are the things that you immediately remove Oh, my goodness. Uh, we, I call it the dead wood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the stuff that they know shouldn't doesn't belong mm-hmm. in there. Is it stuff but, that's, like, outdated or really not appropriate for their age? Uh, yeah, it's all of that. But, mm-hmm. again, our so we have a uh, five-step methodology that we work, we use a, across the board, whether we're starting with, the, like, this time of year, we're working with a lot of people that are getting jobs. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of our clients send their kids. And then we have people that are, like, celebrating retirement, and they want to be done with some of that core. So the conversation, usually what I do, my process is I eyeball the space because a lot of times people will say, oh, I don't have that much and every single closet is taken (laughs) over. Or other people will say, um, 
you know, I have so much and they have one closet. Um, so I get a sense of the space and then I sit down and this is my reporter skills, Rick. Rick mm-hmm. and I were talking. We both have that journalism background. I just explore who they are. I ask a bunch of questions and I get to the heart of who they are today. And it's okay to have many different lives in that closet. Mm-hmm. But the confusion comes in is when you, usually when someone's really struggling with this, they've either had a weight gain or loss. Mm-hmm. They've had a lifestyle shift and the closet hasn't caught up with that. And I just get started. And I want to put my hand on everything. I'm not slowing it down. Not People want to give you the whole conversation on every item. <laughs> they want to try. And I'm like, nope, right. we've got time for that. I'm doing that quick pass. And any of your listeners could do that. You put your hand on everything. I love it and I wear it. It's usually front and center anyway. Mm-hmm. It's usually the stuff in the back that's, that's worth the, the conversation. And then it's piles. And I'm like pretty practical in my approach. I'll like throw the comforter off the bed. And I just start making piles. And we're a big piece of what we do. We do have a foundation. Um, we repurpose those clothes for our clients because I feel like it is such an overwhelming task that if we can make that part of the solution, people are so joyful. So that that's the process. It's really going in and making sure what's in that closet actually reflects the person's life today. And so we are in a new, as you said, a new season, mm-hmm. summer. People have vacations or occasions, things like that. What Do you have any summer style tips or myth busters to share with our listeners? Yeah, again, I think that the big one is like you need a lot to, to, to do it well. That's I'm going to bust that one right now. The other thing is this notion that the clothes, um, you have to fit the clothes. Mm-hmm. The clothes got to fit you. So that's another one. A lot of people think this time of year, oh my God, there's, you know, more skin. I can't possibly be well-dressed. There are so many for both men and women, cuts and brands. Part of our job is matching you to the right brand so that you can shine. So that, that's another one. Um, I think, you know, another tip is, again, it's getting to know somebody. Are you going to the Cape every week? And mm-hmm. you go into Vermont. Where are you going? Um, having a getaway bag is, like, crucial. And I've done that. I've got two 23-year-old boys, and I've got a husband who's not too into this clothes thing, although he <laughs> likes when I swoop in and make sure that he's well-dressed. We you, were, dress, you dress your husband. Oh, I dress that man. Yes, I and do. And he appreciates it. He does now. Yeah. Uh, He probably gets a lot of compliments. Oh, we were at a party this weekend, and he had on a very snappy shirt, just a nice print, and he had on a pair of light blue pants. What a ship. I couldn't even believe he he loves them. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, many people were giving him compliments, and I could just see him. Men, men and women are very different in this game. This sure. is very funny, Rick. Yep. Mm-hmm. So all the years that I've done this, um, you know, you'll take a woman, and I think any woman is gorgeous and beautiful, and I, I love people anyway. Mm-hmm. And you'll put her in the dressing room, and she will call, she will call out everything. Liz knows this to be mm-hmm. true. Everything that she doesn't like about yep. herself. And those those dressing room oh. lights are very harsh. Oh, they're <laughs> very harsh. It is not a pretty. It is not a pretty thing. And then you'll get this this guy and um you know and over the years i've coached a lot of a lot of men and you'll put them in there and they they'll have this big beer belly and they'll put them <laughs> and they're like i look great oh, <laughs> you know, like they're I, like oh. and they're like so like you know they they love the attention they mm-hmm. love the, actually they love the speed of working with a, our team is very mm-hmm. fast we're efficient but it is over the years. I have just laughed so hard with these poor women who are like picking themselves uh, apart. Yeah. Oh, picking themselves apart. And plus, mm-hmm. you know, you know, it's a different game with men and women too. Like for a woman to build a wardrobe and a man, a man is more of a science. You know, to to a degree, I can go in and say, five fresh pants, eight to nine fresh shirts, get him a blazer, a nice belt couple nice pairs of shoes and then do the outerwear and you're pretty much done mm-hmm. so it can be t- women it's all over the place because it's tied to career it's tied to body shape and image it's lifestyle it's it's uh, coloring everything yeah. comes in do you so, think that comes from a societal expectation like there's more on women like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you see if i see a woman uh at a grocery store wearing like i don't know a a t-shirt, mm-hmm. a graphic t-shirt, and like Ooh, graphic t-shirt. Ex- Good, right? <laughs> 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 graphic t-shirt. Ah, he knows the graphic yes. t-shirt. But, I like that, but not like a good one. Like like one that says like MTV on it, right? Like like I'm, I'm thinking. Okay, and I say this because I have this is the shirt I'm not allowed to wear in public. <laughs> Per order of my wife, I think it looks great. It, it's '80s nostalgia. Yeah, vintage. It, it's a little worn out. It it, it takes me back to a, a place when I was happy, like mm-hmm. MTV. I want my MTV. Oh, right? who didn't? Yeah, and so it. I 
Leslie will actually say you can't wear that. Okay. I'm just going grocery shopping. It's like you look like an idiot. Like you look like a. You just look like, like, like you don't care. And I'm like, are you serious? She's like, it's so dingy and blah blah blah. Now, she'll step in on that area. But usually, a guy could just get away with. Like that's just the bar is low for a man. I think like ah, the guy's just wearing a t-shirt with some you know jeans or whatever. But you see a woman wearing that stuff, maybe it comes. It across, looks sloppy. It's sloppy. Yes. yes. Sloppy. Yes. And it, society does look differently on how women present themselves versus men. I think the bar is higher for women. On, mm-hmm. You know, we're judged a little bit more based on our appearance in all areas, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. not just wardrobe. Um, it's. And I don't think that's going away anytime soon. So. <laughs> no, no, yeah. And our job is to bring, again, the, the word is joy. It's mm-hmm. to bring the joy back. There's something to be said for that. Like you're it's you're starting your boost. day like in a really positive place, which mm-hmm. is very cool. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. Can, I, can I, from the male perspective, ask <laughs> sure. you just, this is a uh, real quick, we'll just run down a couple things. Oh, sure. As a guy, yeah. I'm going to hit you up with a couple things that I always think about, okay? Okay. Uh, first of all, when a guy's wearing a suit, mm-hmm. I prefer to go with no tie and a pocket square. Okay. What do you think of that? Love it. Good. You can pull it off. I can. <laughs> I, I, you can pull it off. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, now, I have one of those pull-out, like, racks of ties that I've had from my... Oh, love that. Yes. Yeah, but I have like 30 of them, and mm. I don't want to get rid of any of them because I'm like, mm. once in a while. Mary Lou to, is like uh, itching uh, to get in your closet, Rick. <laughs> can, can, I, can I tell you also, I have them ordered in the Roy G. Biv spectrum of oh, colors. Of course you do. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like these the greens, the blues, the reds. I love you, Rick. That's maroon. Oh Goodness, you're right. hired. And then, and, then, and then the last one is the funeral tie, the black tie. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Have that. Well, we call that a collection. Okay. What you have going on is a collection. Mm-hmm. And if that makes you happy and it's organized in a way that, um, again, you see it and it, it's like a part of your story, I say keep it. I think about seasons. I think about occasions. Yay! And that's why I kick it. Ri- <laughs> I love it. And that's why I kick it with any oh, of those ties. <laughs> but I'll probably never wear half of them ever again. You yeah, know? like I wear a tie maybe twice a year. Yeah, but you, yeah. Do you have a, uh, do you, you have children? Are they girls or boys? One of each. Oh, okay. Why you want one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I'll take both of them. Um, no, he'll probably. You know, there's going to be. Yeah, keep them. I say, yeah, if you've got the occasions. room in the space, mm-hmm. and you seem pretty neat. You know what I did is uh, I cleared it out. If I hadn't worn it in two years. It went in yeah. a trash bag and got donated. Great. Well, actually, it sat in my trunk of my car for three months. And then, <laughs> it, got, then it got donated. Yeah. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Uh, blue suit. What color should your shoes be? Brown. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Blue loves brown. Yes. Now, is that a relatively newer? Because mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of old school people. Mm-hmm. What? You wear black with that? And I'm like, no, you don't. Like, I wear brown with the blue suit mm-hmm. or a gray suit as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. I, although I think with the gray suit, you could go either way, right? Yes, you can. Okay. Rick, you know what you're doing. <laughs> uh, do I really? You like, really know what you're doing. Oh, yes. wow. Yes, you're way ahead of curve. Uh, I bet no. you Googled you a bunch of things before Mary Lou came in. No, you're way ahead of curve. <laughs> okay. All right, yeah. No, I, I prefer to go with the brown. I like yes. brown with the gray suit, yeah. personally. Yeah. Okay, and I can tell you why I think that shift happened, by the way, mm-hmm. is when we all started wearing um, jeans to work. Well, yeah. they mm. started as Friday. And remember what they did? They wore a navy blue blazer with their jeans. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. So the brown shoe looked better with with the with the jeans sure and then it just trickled okay yeah okay. <laughs> uh let's see now i have this go-to look in the fall and winter that i'm trying go-to to look <laughs> you are killing <laughs> me like it's your style <laughs> no okay i love this yeah. he has a go-to look <laughs> well it's it's uh, you know what that sounded too positive let's call it what it really is it's my default look, default look. <laughs> and i feel like dude this is it's like th- there's variety out there but I would, this is any day, like if we go in the Wayback Machine and just plug in the coordinates to a date and time, any winter, mm-hmm. any fall in the last 10 years, what am I wearing? Quarter zip sweater mm-hmm. with, if it's something important, like going out to dinner with my wife or a school thing, a collared shirt under it. Yep. And if it's a little more casual, just a white t-shirt. Yep. Yep. Um, I have like 12 Want to step Quarter. it up a bit? Okay, a couple ideas for you. Okay. Um, vests are great. Throw a vest on over, just over what you have. Mm-hmm. So the three-quarter with the vest, you can still drive, mobility, gives you another layer. Um, Henleys are really in. So um, do you know what a Henley is? Uh, is that the one without the collar at all? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So that could give you a new neckline. Mm-hmm. A little mix. Um, 
Uh, let's see. I, I think in New England, outerwear is often um, not embraced in, in, in when it can be mm-hmm. for men and women. So think about getting like just some really like a really cool coat that you'll so you can still wear. The, the, the quarter zip is the quarter zip. I mean, it's practical, and how you're doing it is right. Add a different color if you want, a different texture. Um, vest, get a really cool coat. Um, if you're doing that look, maybe do um, get some boots, like some cool. I get bloodstone like, boots. Yeah, look at blood. You, <laughs> you are not fooling me, friend. Well, it, I um, like it because there's yeah. no laces. You just slip them on. That's a part of my style is, is it easy to put on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be, like, tying, tying and yep. buckling. And They also have another trick. There's boots out there that are laced, but then they have the zipper on the side. Oh, I like those. Yeah. I have yeah. a couple <laughs> pairs of those myself. Those are the oh, cool. ultimate cheater. Yes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> does that help? I mean, it's definitely, it it if does. you've got the... The je- I mean, for guys, if you got the the, the pants that mm-hmm. fit. I mean, how we approach this is like a contractor, both men and women. It's like, what are the basics? What's the foundation? And then how do you build? Mm-hmm. And usually once you have the foundation pieces, which are for guys, pants, jeans, you could go into a corduroy. The smaller the cord, the more sophisticated the corduroy, the wider, Yeah, the more I've been casual. looking for alternatives to jeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I got yeah. Jeans. jeans. So yeah. my, so is my husband. Yeah, yeah. everybody is. Yeah, mm-hmm. man wears dark jeans when he's going out. Uh, lighter colored jeans when he's wrenching in the garage mm-hmm. or doing some yard work. Right. Yep. 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 The dad jeans. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes I want an alternative. And you know what I've been liking, and I don't care if it's like too rugged, but Carhartts. Yeah, no, no, I feel no, like that brand thing. has that's be- a thing. Yeah, that's my kids popular. wear those. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just like the color that yellowish. Yeah, brownish. Brownish. Mm-hmm. Like I just like that color. Yeah. It goes with a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, that's a and good And so that's the thing is you switch off fabrics and color. Once you've kind of got your uniform, mm-hmm. you add the style in that way. Okay. And there's nothing like a great belt. Like, there's nothing like a, a really good, uh, not that you have to pay a lot for anything today, but sometimes I'll, like, really get the bargains for somebody, and then I'll push them on a, like, $130 belt. I mm. have a leather belt from a store from the mall from the 90s that doesn't even exist structure do you remember oh, like, yes. oh my I'm goodness. wearing it I'm wearing it now <laughs> when I hang it on the hook in my closet it doesn't hang straight it's contoured to my hips it like <laughs> it bows and bends and and time for a new belt ring. no it's perfect yeah worn in oh worn okay. in okay. it just it fits me it just I literally it puts itself on I just <laughs> I just walk up to it it just slithers around my belt loops it knows what to do I right. trained it so well Last one I have, because this is a um, this one is a peeve of mine. I hate this look, and I want you to endorse it or set me straight. Okay. But the worst, most obnoxious, pathetic <laughs> look and color for a man to wear is Nantucket red. Ooh. I hate Let's it. go deep. I, hate I feel it. like there's some psychology yes. behind yes. why you're saying it. Like you're you, assuming that someone who's wearing Nantucket red you, is a jerk that you don't want to be friends look with. Like you're so pretentious. Uh, like the yacht wow. is over. I wow. hate the look. Wow. You can tell me that you're. Wait, this okay. is coming from a guy who is driving down to his Cape House in a couple days. By the way, just yeah. just so you know, yeah. there's some hypocrisy in this, Gary oh, yeah. Lou. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. you know why I don't like it because it doesn't match my MTV T-shirt. <laughs> I hate that color. It's very funny. People, yeah. th- it is a very loaded color. Mm-hmm. I have heard both sides of the spectrum. I this is funny because my two boys, I kind of like the look. I like the color. Uh, my boys will not wear it, so that's kind of funny ah, that you're saying them. that. Good my boys them. are like, no, mom, sorry, mm-hmm. no, not doing it. Mm-hmm. Would never. My husband's not that guy. But, yeah. um, however, I love when I'm in like. Somebody's closet. I'm thinking of Mike, this guy Mike right now. He's a little bit older. He's got a pair of those Nantucket red shorts that he loves, and they're broken in. And I'll just, like, throw on a white polo for him. He's older, Mm -hmm. and he's not obnoxious. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) you know, he's not someone that wears color a lot, so it feels like color. Yeah. And I like it. But I know what you mean, that other look. And I don't personally have a client, you know, I don't have a clientele that is that, but um, I, I know what you mean. I happen to love the color. I like it on women. Like, I like right now everybody's, like, the jean jacket. Mm-hmm. Like, what's mm-hmm. the alternative to a jean jacket? Because we all have it. That's what right. happens with fashion. Mm-hmm. So I just bought someone a, a 
a Nantucket red jean jacket to wear over a really pretty dress. Mm-hmm. And it's so sweet and nice. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to go on record one way or the other, Rick. I'm sorry. If it somebody, depends on the person, if, right? It depends too. on the person. Mm-hmm. If they can carry the vibe, then, then go for it. How about but the, it is a vibe. Okay. It is a vibe. Mm-hmm. Right up there alongside it is the um, pants or the shorts with or belt with the embroidered whale. Oh, yeah. Alligator. Um, yeah. Crab. Yeah. I think my husband has a pair of swordfish. I think he has shorts with embroidered palm trees on them. Oh, oh God. that's not as bad. That's not as bad. <laughs> palm trees, you can go to Hawaii. Yeah. You can go, you can go to the islands. I um, hope I He reserves them. Oh, he only wears them at the Cape when we go to the Cape. Okay. okay. So like, it's like I, his okay. Cape wardrobe. Yeah. I hope I bump into Dan on the Cape. <laughs> <laughs> I think when they're worn and they're old, they're way cooler than if you just like went to Vineyard Vines and bought them yeah. today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, okay. I think it's a, it could be a really cool kind of throwback look sure. when you're not forcing it. Yep. Yep. So one thing my husband asked me to buy him for the summer. Father's Day! <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. so I'm I'm at my computer with my daughter and I'm tr- on the Gap trying to order a bathing suit and he yells from the other room, are you on the Gap's website? And I'm like, I, yes, yes I am. And he's like, can you see if they have any Madras shorts? And I was like, Madras shorts? Wow. Which like came out of left field wow. for the man. That's advanced. That's advanced. Right? That's an advanced, yes, that's an advanced concept. And that's so the patchwork look thing, I was right? like, I don't, I don't have bit. time for this, Dan. I, yeah. Avery needs a bathing suit. <laughs> so later on, I said to him, I said, where did this Madras thing come from? He said, I don't know. I was out um, at whatever store he was at. And he's like, I saw some guy wearing them. And I thought, that's cool. <laughs> so I don't know. Like, I feel like it could go one way or the other. Yeah, we can do it. So what and would you just pair like a white polo that, or depending kind of, on the color? Yeah, yeah a that, solid color. A right? solid yeah, color. And that's sure. back to Rick's point. If you're going to wear that kind of thing on the bottom, if like if you're going to do the, the red and then you're going to do like electric blue on top, mm-hmm. do white. Yes. And make it older. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Dumb it down. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> keep, keep it simple. Keep like it real. NPR. Kiss. Keep it simple. Stupid. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, yep. so. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So Mary Lou, can you share with us any of like your top pet peeves for styling? Or if you see people out and about, you're like, oh, geez, I wish mm. I could go over and just be like, hey. Yeah. Okay. okay. That, must be hard. that must be hard to do. Just <laughs> keep your... Thoughts to yourself. I don't take, when, my, when I don't take myself is... seriously. I'm off the clock a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't, and I'm actually not a, a critical person. My biggest pet peeves are more around when people dismiss it as not mm-hmm. being significant or a frivolous. Yeah. That, that's a fairly big pet peeve. And, and really, uh, a quick funny story on that. I was, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, I pushed myself into some pretty you know, new things that I'm like, oh my goodness, I, I can't believe I, I did this. But I had, I was a speaker at the Chatham Bars Inn many years ago, um, all male audience, and I was going in for a client. And I had to work with the PR team and they were so afraid of my topic. Like, what was this woman going to say? And who mm-hmm. is she going to offend? And I was vetted. I was this, I was that. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there, first first question, all, all guys. And the guy said, you know, what's your biggest pet peeve? And you said, look to the guy to your left. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him and I just said very authentically, mm-hmm. when people dismiss it as not being relevant. Mm-hmm. And it took the conversation. It was probably one of my best I ever did. And it took it to a very high-level conversation. They were all leaders. They were looking for advice on how to use style and image as a brand differentiator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. And it took it. And I was so psyched. And I was nervous. But sometimes, you know, that it was my real answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, again, not being critical and going around. Um, sometimes I feel bad, back to Rick's point, when I, I'm at a cookout and I see this this guy that's missing the boat on the, you know, he, he's got, he just hasn't had a refresh. And yeah. I'm like, oh, you poor guy. Like, you work so hard. And here you are with all your buddies and you're yeah. really not fitting in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I could come to mama. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Or if I see somebody that's um, brilliant, which a lot of women working in, you know, the exposure that we have in our firm, we, we, were, we meet some just amazing people that are very under the radar, mm-hmm. you know, MIT scientist type that's um, brilliant in making a fraction of what the other people are, are making because they're showing up differently and mm-hmm. they're communicating. And, you know, I'll see this person and I'm like, wow, if we could just cut the hair make the fit like just get the fit down better mm-hmm. get the fabrications talking to each other mm-hmm. and have her own that um mm-hmm. differently 
like those those are the pet peeves. Yeah, yeah. No, I I used to be obsessed with the show What Not to Wear. I couldn't watch it, Liz, because I, I was like going to work. Yeah, I was right, like, yeah. no, no, no. I'm, I'm all Law and Order. Give me Law and yes, Order. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but it was like you saw like the transformation yeah, of these transformation. people and the confidence yeah. that they have. And again, yeah. going back to no matter where you are in your life today, if you're working as a high powered attorney, if you're sitting on the sidelines watching your kid, if you're you know, doing stand-up comedy, like you being mindful of how you show up. Like yeah, that's, yeah. and having that confidence and it can be simple things, like you said, you know, a different haircut or a different cut of something, you know, really can transform someone's style. Yeah, it's also true. It also, it's, it's about other, making other people feel comfortable. Yep. It's not even about you all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just setting the stage where people want to be in your presence. School's out now, but I used to pick up my son quite a bit after high school. And all the girls leaving... They are all literally look like cookie cutter versions of, of each other. Mm-hmm. They're wearing either sweatpants or leggings, an oversized hoodie, and some really expensive pair of sneakers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, it just looks so sloppy. But everybody's wearing that. Like, when mm-hmm. you see that, do you think, ladies, we could probably do a little bit better? Or, or are you like, hey, you I'm know like, what, they're 16, I'm like, 17. Youth this is beautiful, is. baby. Right? I am like, youth, these girls can do whatever they That's want. That's true, right? Yeah. I mean, youth is just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. The skin, the hair. I know. Yeah, and some of it, I think, is freeing for them. I think there's a lot of young girls that are athletes, which I think is That's phenomenal. That's true, yeah, especially in this so, town. So I go back to, are you a minimalist? Like, what are your mm-hmm. objectives? If you want to be out the door, dressed fast, if you want to upgrade your wardrobe and you don't really have a lot of money, then let's go really small and tight. And I love when I work with men. I love to kind of get the basics. And then I love educating on fabrics. Mm-hmm. And a lot of, like, I love the shirt you have on. I love that. I love, I love it. linen. It's <laughs> linen Not season. many people can carry it. You, you're, going, you, you're taking care of your linen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people, that's what I'll say. I'm like, do you really, you love that look, but are you going to take care of that? And I can, when I'm at someone's house, by the way, I can tell. So tell our listeners where they can find you and how they can work with you. Sure. Our website is dressingwell.com. As Liz mentioned uh, at the beginning of the show, we have a really fun Wednesday night. It started as our gift in the pandemic. Uh, it's a Facebook live show, 7 p.m. <laughs> on Wednesday night. So if you want to do that, that's Beyond Dressing Well. Social is Mary Lou Andre Style on Instagram. Facebook is, is, is Dressing Well. But the website and um, Facebook are usually the two places we're mm-hmm. hanging out. Awesome. Okay. Thank we'll, you. We'll put that on our socials. Oh, yes. thank you. Yeah. Yep. This has been such an informative episode for me. And I like, I can just see our listeners probably like scribbling down like little notes as you're talking about like things to think about. Cause like, mm-hmm. like as I said, you know, at the beginning, I feel like the tips that I've gotten from you are things mm-hmm. that are like, oh my gosh, that's seems so intuitive. I can't believe I didn't think about that. Or yeah, that's a much better way to approach something. Um, so thank you so much oh, for, so right. for joining just, us I'll this just, morning. Uh, you know, I'll leave with if, if anyone in the audience has been inspired to look at their things, just get in your closet, carve some time, mm-hmm. give yourself an hour, two hours, get in there, really part with the things that don't owe you a nickel that are actually costing you with your time and your energy and they don't make you feel good. Mm-hmm. And then get a grab catalog. And flip it and say, I really like that look. And say, what do I have in my closet that kind of matches that? And if you don't, maybe you have the top and the bottom and you need to go get some new sneakers. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, Just make it simple. Every day, our tagline for our Facebook Live actually is everyday style made simple. Mm -hmm. I love it. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you listeners for joining us. If you like what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on at Small Town Scuttlebutt on Instagram and Facebook. And visit our website, smalltownscuttlebutt.com, and send us an email with feedback, episode topics, or any ideas you have. Thanks again. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.